0: The college basketball experience, Pac-12 season preview for 2023-24 final season uh, on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick 'em Scorchers, where you can win a hundred times the amount of money you enter. That's right, turn five dollars into 501 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away a hundred thousand dollars. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today, people. Plus, the NBA is back and so is the NBA Gambling Podcast. And to celebrate, we're giving away a NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Perfect for sitting out your games. You know what I mean? Like if you want to take the night off, like most of those players, you can sit back in your sweet NBA gambling podcast, hoodie, head over to sports gambling, slash NBA dog for all the details. And remember folks as always to let it ride.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the Broadstop. Thank you, guys.
0: Welcome. Welcome to the pac 12 season preview on the college basketball experience. Oh yes. Look, you might have a hard time finding the network. All right. The pac 12 network in its final year, but don't worry. The games are happening. All right. They're out there. You got to check your score app or whatever the fuck you got. But uh, no shout out to look, I'm actually bummed out, man. I look, I, I, I grew up on the East coast. I didn't have any affiliation to the pack, but I could tell you this. I, I, I do think the sport is better when you have a Pacific conference. All right. Now they've had their, they've did they kind of deserve all of this based on the way they've managed their conference over the past. 10, 12 years. Uh, but at the same time, I don't, I am not relishing in the, uh, in, in the, in the fact that it's, it's going to be destroyed, even though I look, I do think the big 12 is going to be super exciting. I think the big 10 is going to be super boring. Um, and you know, there is that. All right. <laughs> I'm joking a little bit, but I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a conference. Obviously they had a run a stretch. I mean, this is a over a hundred year conference where UCLA won like every fucking national championship ever. You know what I mean? They had like one of the most dominating stretches in all time, like all time in college in really sports in general, not even college. So, um, you know, a little bummed out, but at the same time, you know, this is what happens. You don't, when you don't fucking water your garden, you see what I did there. Huh? Pick Dundee. <laughs> Gardening. 101. Uh, folks, you're probably wondering who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Kobe Swigat, Dad to Base Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick.
2: He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits.
1: When Dundee happened, he was a superstar.
2: And you're nothing but a chameleon, lemon-headed, coward, terrorist pussy. And I'm after you, buddy. You're gonna pay for it. Good night!
0: Yes, and we've actually had a conversation in the office. Will Bill Walton still do games? The guys tend to think he's gonna do the, the Big Ten. I don't think I see Bill Walton in Iowa City he might do selectional big 10 games, like the local UCLA and USC games, maybe the Oregon Washington games, but I would be pretty fucking shocked if I saw him calling games at Northwestern. <laughs> I am joined by my co-host, and I want his, his take on that in a second, but uh, get right now, give it up for hopefully you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Give it up for former, former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin the host of the Big 12 College Experience, which you should be subscribed to, and the Ryan and Rush Show, which you should be subscribed to. Give it up for Ryan McIntyre, AKA Moneyline Mac. How are you doing, man?
2: I'm doing good. You know, Bill Walton should come over to the future Conference of Champions in the Big 12 because, I mean, we won two out of the last three. We're getting Arizona, we're getting Colorado, who's a good program, if- and Utah, solid, and Arizona State, you know, they're up and down. But yes, I agree if
0: they get San Diego state, he lives in San Diego. So you would have San Diego state, the Arizona's, which I know he loves Utah and Colorado. He loves all that. All right. That fits the shoe fits there, but where do you think, (laughs) yeah, <laughs> I don't know about. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe I yeah. can see him lighting some couches on fire if, uh, yeah, with with the amount of marijuana he smokes, maybe on yes. accident. But uh, uh, what do you think? I, I'm just assuming he's done announcing you, or maybe local, local USC and UCLA, or local UCLA specifically, maybe.
2: Or will he just go to the West Coast Conference with Gonzaga? Or if Gonzaga joins the Big Twelve? I mean, then he's really in a pinch. I I don't know. He is getting up there. He also is fucking senile. Uh, I mean, we, we just get entertainment because usually, or 95% of us are drunk when we're watching that game because it's usually about uh, midnight Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific, and it's like ah, Bill Walton's on with his uh, fucking tie-dye shirt on. Let's yeah, see what the hell yeah. he's saying. And then midway through, you go, did he really just say that? <laughs> my, like so my my, my brother,
0: my brother hates it actually because he's like, I'm trying to watch a game and I got this guy telling me about fucking Yosemite National Park, and he's like, I, I just yeah. want to watch. And I I dig it personally, I I I, <laughs> I like it, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. Look, we are joined by third man in the booth, where it is. He's brought a girl to a few national parks, show her a good time. Uh, This guy's the host of the college baseball experience, the man behind the scenes of the college basketball and college football experience. Just a fucking legend, great guy, hell of a son of a gun. Should be, uh, should be, you know, should run for president one day. Give it up for Noah Beanick. How you doing, brother?
1: What's going on, guys? Uh, Yeah, we're (laughs) talking about Bill Walton. I mean, like. I'm going to miss him saying, you know, the conference of champions. And then you think to yourself, when was their last basketball national championship? (laughs) The big 10 always kind of gets ripped on for not having won a recent national championship. But then you go, you go actually look into the history and you you see, oh, the last one for the conference of champions was 1997. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Wild, wild uh, for kids, Bill right? Walton. That, for, yeah, for Arizona. For Bill Walton, though, that felt like yesterday, right?
0: Arizona should have beat Duke that one year. What year was that again? That like, was like
2: two thousand.
0: I know, but <laughs> that one, I, I'm still mad at yeah. that one because I bet, yeah. I bet my brother Nick, yeah. and I'm still, I, I'm still legit really mad about. That. I feel like Arizona was the better team, but
1: I tend to agree with NC Nick, Uh analysts and or announcers that kind of make the game more about themselves or they're always talking over the action. I, I I tend to lump Bill Walton and Dickie V into this category with each other. Uh, I tend to, uh, you know, really sometimes put the TV on mute.
0: I don't think NC NC Nick would agree with your Dickie V assessment cuz he was a huge Dickie uh, V fan maybe now
1: but it's, I'm yeah, saying it's like he's he's Duke
2: uh, Vital.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, true Duke <laughs> Vital. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. it, it's
1: it's my book Vital too. He promotes yeah. his book every game too. Well,
0: i look, I think Vital's gotten a lot worse through the years. I think everyone should, you know, be yeah. you know, okay, but but Walton, I'll tell you this, if Walton's doing a Cow well, UCLA game, it's boring. He brings entertainment to
1: a boring ass game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. And you know ho- what I mean? Hopefully Dickie Vitell is doing better. Uh, uh I I hear he came down with another yeah. uh form of cancer. So Definitely. Uh, Th- thoughts, thoughts and prayers thoughts for him. for sure for, yeah,
0: sure, for sure. And and uh look, I, but here's the thing. Like Madden was one where it worked. John Madden was one where I felt like he became the personality was bigger the game, but I would go out of my, he's the only announcer probably ever, maybe, maybe Gus Johnson where I would seek the call like Gus Johnson, college basketball. When he would do March Madness. I don't even think Gus really yeah. for college football. When he would do March Madness, I would purposely want the audio on that game for for the NFL. Like John Madden, if he caught a game, that's the only announcer I think I ever would, would like I've, I, the, I, I actually believe there's like a pandemic in this country about announcing announcers getting paid. Like Tony Romo gets paid a shit ton of money. I wouldn't know the difference of him calling the game and the next guy. Right? Uh, so to me, Madden's the only one that I would actually dictate where I like, Oh, if, if he's battling another game, I'm going to put it on because John Madden's calling the game. Maybe, maybe uh, Gus. And I think probably Gus Johnson during the NCAA tournament would be one. Uh, do you guys have any of those? Do you guys have any of those that would you say? I would put it on specifically because of a, a, an announcer.
2: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, Gus Johnson in college basketball. I heard enough of Gus this last weekend, uh, mispronouncing whatever the hell he was pronouncing Marvin Harrison's son's name. I don't know what the hell that was. Maserati, um, <laughs> Maserati. I was like, and I maybe it was just because I had Penn say I was like, shut the hell up, Gus. Um, but uh, but you know what? The my best mo- favorite moment of Bill Walton in the Pac-12. To bring you back full circle was the COVID year when the Pac-12 completely dominated the NCAA tournament, and Bill Walden's just there smiling, but he couldn't go to the games because nobody could go to the games. Yeah, he was yeah. right all along in the the <laughs> COVID year. <laughs> of course, that's the year that, that the fucking Pac-12 went on a run because there were no fans.
0: That's true. That's true. The Pac-12 yeah. was pretty awesome that year. Uh, oh yeah, they
2: were electric.
0: So so Noah, there's no announcer
1: that you you seek out to hear a call. I mean, i I'll, I go for like the local radio guys, I, I, like for me in Detroit, uh, the tigers radio guy and uh, Dan Dickerson's really good. And then the lions with Dan Miller, um, our red wings TV broadcast is excellent. It's actually been voted like the best in the NHL uh, for a couple of years. But I mean, I, I don't really go around bragging about our TV broadcasters.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, like I said to me, like, ever since Madden, there's not one in football that I, I, I even Madden towards the end of his years. I thought like he probably should have retired a few years before that bad
1: broadcasters uh, tend to stick out more to me than
0: good ones. Yeah. But all of them are bad to me. Like, I mean, look, (laughs) like, I mean, my thing is like, they're so vanilla. Like you might, they might do a decent job calling the game. Like I said, Tony Romo, look, I'd have nothing against Tony Romo besides the fact he was a cowboy. I got one. What's that?
2: I got one, and okay. and, 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 our, and we and we kind of work for him now. Musburger, I loved Musburger. I did
0: too. I did too. Actually, yeah. you're right. You're right. <laughs> yes. When Musburger
2: was to calling that game. because yeah. we got the deal with Visa with Sean and Ryan. But I loved Musburger. You yeah. are looking alive. The, <laughs> the
1: Eminem nice. interview is amazing. <laughs> yes, with him and Irby.
0: I mean, I loved Keith Jackson, but I would never go purposely out of my way for Keith Jackson. I thought he did a great job, but anyway. Um, Folks, I know you're probably wondering what the hell am I listening to? I'm trying to listen to the, the Pac 12 uh
1: you know team previews here. This is the college basketball experience, though. We, yeah. we kind of go all over the place. It's
0: true. <laughs> Nothing is off limits. All right. Just like Bill, just like uh, Bill Walton, you know, we might start talking about <laughs> Sequoia National Park in the middle of this thing. Uh but look, before we get to start previewing teams, uh, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, Pac 12. Season preview. It's brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick up Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog's extended their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. And every Sunday they're giving away a hundred grand. Holy shit. Look at that. A hundred grand. Yep. Ten lucky players will win ten thousand dollars each and every week on Sundays. Uh look, I mean. I, I have a dog. I have a couple dogs I like, college football wise. I think I already got a little got around to this. Um I like the Colorado State Rams. I think they're live. I think you we me and Mac were just talking UConn potentially live. So check it all out, folks, and uh, look, watch along, make picks, maybe make a little extra cash on underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by the NBA Underdog Contest. Yes, the NBA is back, and to celebrate, we're giving away a NBA Gambling Podcast hoodie. Yep, head over to slash NBA Dog to submit a screenshot of you playing NBA underdog using our promo code SGP and one random winner will get a uh, NBA gambling podcast hoodie. Just go to sports gambling slash NBA dog. Once again, that's sports gambling slash NBA dog. All right. We are back on the college basketball experience pack 12 season preview episode. So folks, maybe you haven't been paying attention to college football, which okay. shame on you shame on you. But uh, so just to do a quick breakdown, Washington state and Oregon state don't have a home right now, right? Or, or the home is the pack too. And I really hope, and I, and I really think they deserve all of that money that is left because looking at, and I don't know if you guys have followed this, but looking at what Klavikov did to when USC and UCLA left the year before everyone else left, they got rid of them and they excluded them from the money. So this is the same exact scenario here with Washington state and Oregon state saying, and they still have TV contracts and NCAA tournament contracts. They can profit a hundred million dollars over the next two years. I think something crazy like that when you add everything up. So I, I know they're battling out in court. It's I think it, it, they left on their own free will. The other schools left on their own free will. I think Washington state and Oregon state deserve that money. Um, but Arizona, Arizona state, Colorado, Utah are now in the Pac twelve. I mean, now in the Big Twelve. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, baby. Um, Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC are in the Big Ten, and Washington State, who had some great years under Tony Bennett, college hoops. It's been a little bit though since they had a run. Kyle Smith doing a good job, but I feel like he needs to jump to that next tier. Oregon State was in the Elite Eight what two three years ago, right? But they had a terrible year last year. COVID year. Yeah. Um, and obviously you know they've had guys. Obviously, Washington State, Clay Thompson, Oregon State, Gary Payton, come to mind. Brent Barry, stuff like that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully they can land on their feet. But uh, just to keep you up to date here, let's jump on over though and talk about the first team here. The what's that?
2: You forgot the two that are going to the ACC. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The move that the move that makes no sense. uh,
0: (laughs) Maybe makes less sense. Well, I don't know. I think USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten yeah. still was the the shocker. But yes, Cal and Stanford in the ACC. How did I forget that? I know how I forgot that is is bec- because stupid. <laughs> I mean, what? And I'll be honest, man. Cal back in the day, man, in the '90s, they had some guys I loved watching Cal in the '90s when when they had Jason Kidd, Lamont Murray. Uh, Gino Carlisle, they had guys, man. I, I really enjoyed watching the Cal Golden Bears for a stretch there. Oh, and Stanford shit, they were in the final four with Mark Madsen, his terrible fucking dance that set set uh, white people back 500 years. Um And now he's the head coach of Cal. Yeah, wild. Wild. <laughs> um all right, speaking of wild, let's talk about the Arizona Wildcats. W-I-L-D. Cats. We are wild about the cats, uh, Tucson, Arizona fun. I enjoy Arizona as a state. Uh, Tommy Lloyd's in year three. He's been fire in the regular season, but damn, if he hasn't been terrible in the postseason. Um, their home environment is awesome. They're going to fit in fine with the big 12, uh, but they lose Tubellis. They lose Courtney Ramey. Kirk Krishna is now at West Virginia. Cedric Henderson gone. All of them gone. But they did land a couple guys, Keshad uh, Johnson from San Diego State. What's going on? You um, you make the net? Wait, wait a second. Okay, okay. <laughs> wait, I know they're not in the same conference. San Diego State was close to being in the pack, by the way, close to being in the pack. Wait a second, you went to the national championship. Yeah. And what you wanted? Wait, is that did it run too late into your into your summer? you're just like, let me go to Arizona. I know I can be out by uh, by uh, early, early March. I'm joking, but uh, that is surprising to me. That's a nice skit though. He's a good player. Uh, Caleb love the big one there from uh, North Carolina had to get out of there. Never a good situation when your girlfriend's fucking the whole team. Uh, and uh, that, so those are two big gets. They also got Jaden Bradley from Alabama and uh, that's that's essentially what they did in the portal. Now, freshmen coming in, they are the San Antonio Spurs. They brought in uh, multiple players from Lithuania. Yes. I'm not even going to pronounce their names. Sorry. Uh, also, KJ Lewis comes in. They return. Kylan Boswell played about 15 minutes a game as a freshman. Also, uh, Pele Larson is back after uh, averaging just about 10 points a game. And then they have Omar Bello or Balo. I'm sorry. Uh, The big man, uh, seven footer. He's back. I mean, you expect this. I, you know what I expect? I expect this team to be fine in the regular season, but I do think like from a roster standpoint, they're not as talented as a year ago, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, sometimes that maybe Mm. you have too many cooks in the kitchen. Maybe it works out. Maybe they're better this year. Either way. I think they're obviously contenders to win the pac 12 championship. Mac, your thoughts. On uh, on Tommy Lloyd, uh, and I'm probably gonna catch them against uh, Michigan State and Palm Springs in in a couple of weeks here. I think. What do you make of this team?
2: Yeah. well, it, it's obviously an intriguing team. Any team that has Caleb Love is gonna be intriguing. So, I mean, Tommy Lloyd comes over from Gonzaga, wins sixty plus games in in two years, but of course, has bowed out in the NCAA tournament back to back years against Princeton in the first round, and then Houston the year before that in the Sweet Sixteen. So everybody's kind of waiting for him to make a run there. I agree with you. They're not probably as talented, but they're probably more athletic and a little bit tougher with this, with this team. They're going to be right there in the mix because they're Arizona and they got enough guys. I think you make a good point about less uh, cooks in the kitchen, but the Caleb love things, the whole wild card. I, I, you just don't know how that thing's going to mix. I'll say top, top three team with the chance to win the league.
0: Yeah. It seems like every year they're like that. That home yeah. environment they have is great. Uh Noah, what do you make of these
1: wow cats? Yeah, Tommy Lloyd, he loses his uh four of his top six scores from a, a national two seed last season. We know the tournament success hasn't been there, but a regular season success has. Um this was a poor shooting team last season. The offensive success ran through the two bigs down low. Tobellas is gone, but Umar Balo had a couple of huge uh, performances in the Maui Invitational. He averaged 14 points per game last year, eight and a half rebounds. His production slowed in Pac 12 conference play last year. Uh, to stimulate the outside shot making, you know, Lloyd brings in Caleb L- Love, which, oh, darn, uh, he just couldn't get in through the admissions department at Michigan. Just, <laughs> y- you hate to see it. I, I would say uh, that's your loss. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I really, I really don't know. Like <laughs> I, I I'm, I'm happy to not have to figure out that experiment. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I need to see how this team works with him on the court with my own two eyes. Uh, everybody can say what, the, whatever they want. Uh, all these journalists going out over and scouting and whatnot, but uh, you know, the best player on the floor is Bala, Uh who wants the ball in his hands. 80% of the time it's Caleb love who's distributing the ball. It's sophomore Kylan Boswell, who showed glimpses of success last season, but his role this season just grew tenfold as, you know, he's got to continue to make his teammates, uh, you know, happy with the uh, opportunities that they get per game here throughout the season. I shouldn't doubt Tommy Lloyd's coaching capabilities, but to me, this Wildcats team, especially offensively, seems like a my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn kind of offense here. So I have to see how this one plays out. I mean, they're still going to be in contention right there. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, we were talking back uh, behind uh, the curtain or whatever. This was the hardest high major conference for me to kind of predict here because there are a couple of good rosters without a good coach. And there are a couple of great coaches without a good roster. Um, Arizona's probably one of two teams that I can fully get myself behind uh, in this conference. I, I have them in the top two.
0: All right, let's jump over and talk about their rivals. Who they meet every, what? Uh, and I'm I'm glad that that rivalry is not going to get fucked up because I love the Dust Bowl between Arizona and Arizona State. Um, they were 23 and 13 a year ago with Bobby Hurley 11 and nine. Things didn't work out for. I mean, this team, Bobby Hurley's still there by the way, ninth season. <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know what type of dirt. What, what did you, what did you record on your, on your phone? I don't know, but uh, I mean, I feel like this is a broken record for me. I think this roster is very talented. I actually think this roster could win the pac 12, but do I, would I bet that not a chance in hell, but when I look at this, okay. Desmond Cambridge gone DJ horn, gone Uh, both Cambridge brothers, by the way, gone Warren Washington, gone, but Man, you think you think this roster's winning
1: or could win the Pac-12?
0: I think his roster's talented. I think Frankie Collins can ball. I think uh get that they landed some 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 nice pieces. Adam Miller, hello. This guy was like a big-time recruit at one point. You know what I mean? They have uh, Yeah, but sh-
1: I don't think he's going to get waived here. Well, obviously obviously
0: shit. pending pending on yeah, and he shouldn't be because he fucking transfers every fucking 10 minutes. But uh Sean Phillips comes from uh, from from LSU. Zane Meeks was at Nevada prior to San Francisco, and he was solid. Uh, Kamari Lands comes in from Louisville. They get the kid from Tulsa, uh, Selabange, something like that. Um, Alonzo Gaffney is a guy that I think could be solid this year. I mean, look, I I I don't think they're going. Especially, I don't think they're going to get that waiver. But I feel like whenever I watch Arizona basketball over the past five six years, even to actually a little bit of the Herb Sendek era too. I always felt like, Hey, they got guys. Why do they, why are they so shitty in a way? You know, and that they're not shitty, but I'm saying, and by the way, you're on Arizona wildcats. Put, put the sun devils on the bottom there. Um, but uh, I don't know. I feel like when you watch them, you see talented players, but yet they can't beat average teams. A lot of times you uh, see Riverside. Remember that fucking full court shot game winner. That's fantastic. But uh, Mac, you think I'm spot on on like I mean I I don't think they're going I don't think they're even going to contend. But every time I watch Arizona State, I'm I'm left thinking that these they got guys. How about you?
2: Yeah, well, and this is how fucked up this program is. Is the there's not even a name that we we mentioned. Jose Perez is on Arizona State too now. From West Virginia, the That's guy right. That's right. So, That's right. That's yeah. right. So add another fucked up element to their program. Maybe he'll actually. <laughs> is he going to get away? Oh no, he's going to get a waiver because because he, he sat out last one. year. Yeah, he yeah. was already cleared. Yeah. Weird, yeah. yeah. Uh, this has dumpster fire written all over it. They they got so lucky last year. I mean, they hit the they they were getting ready to fold, and then they hit like a sixty footer against Arizona somehow to win. Uh, I, I I think the luck goes the other way this year. I think this is a dumpster fire team too many guys from losing programs you mentioned it um coming over I mean you look at somewhere where these guys came from Louisville Tulsa LSU all those programs Houston Christian all those programs sucked last year I think this is a dumpster fire I they may finish last that' no. might be my bold take then no I can see I Dude, can they're see too that, talented man but but I could see them quitting on Hurley this thing they 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 can beat anybody, but they can also lose to anybody. That's true, damn true, true. very yes. true.
0: I mean, he Hurley should, really should have been gone. I mean, I guess I could see something where they just can him midseason if they're disappointing. Yeah. Let the assistant get a shot. But uh, Noah, your thoughts on the Sun
1: Devils? I think Colby's take of this roster could win the Pac-12 is bolder than max take. This roster finishes last. And when's Pac-12 the last time
0: Arizona State
1: finished last? I bet you it's fucking over twenty years. I don't just the amount of hot seat talk that is going on with Bobby Hurley right now. I wouldn't be surprised if this team just falls apart. You know why he won't get fired though? Well, he got to the tournament last year. He he kind of overachieved what people expected last year. He
0: won't get fired because the AD will get fired
1: first. And that's a good point. Yeah. He's gonna (laughs) come in and clean house. (laughs) Yeah. But so I mean, last year he kind of retooled the roster with. Transfers. he got to the tournament, uh, brought in the two Cambridge brothers, Frankie Collins, Darren Washington or Warren Washington. Um, but you know, they lose nine players from last year's team. They kind of have to retool again. Mac kind of took most of my points on, you know, Tulsa was like what four and 24 against the spread last year. It was oh, all time bad, all oh. time bad Louisville, all time bad. It, it LSU was pretty damn bad in the sec too. <laughs> it, it's not, it's not a great situation here
0: in Tempe, Chad G says he got your Denver pioneer season tickets. So I know
1: I
2: saw that. I already (laughs) displayed it. (laughs) I think Denver pioneers might be able to beat Arizona state. I think you're off guys. (laughs) Look, look, look,
0: here's the thing I know about Hurley. They'll win games. They're not supposed to, they'll lose games. They're not supposed to. That's why they'll never finish dead last. They're too talented.
2: They could be in the eight, nine game.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I am I'm excited for this shit talk throughout the season. Uh, let's jump over and talk about the next school, the California golden bears, Mark Matt. I, I'll be honest. Me and my brother. Cause back then it was me and my brother mainly doing this show. When they hired Mark Fox, we said, huh? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. we were like, what are they trying to do so? That that went how I thought it was going to go. I actually like this hire. I like this hire a lot, actually. I think this hire can get Cal back to where you know they're respectable. Mark Madsen is a new head coach. Go and get one of your one of the the arch rivals. This is the old uh, Bo Shenbecker thing. You know what I mean? You had Ohio State ties. You bring him in from the. You go to the rival and you say, Hey, what can you do for me? Um, it needs to be man. Like I said, I can remember times as a kid where and another thing that's hurt is the warriors have been really fucking good obviously. But I remember a time like mid nineties where they, a cow home game was fucking lit. Yeah. What happened to those days? Maybe Mark Madsen's the guy to bring them back. They lose their whole team. But once again, they were so ass They were three and 19 last year, two and 18 in conference. Um, wait a second. Three nineteen. No, it was makes, a joke. Th- whether uh, yeah. three and, and twenty nine, I think. Right. Yeah. Year. Um. Uh, they lose everybody though. I mean, I, I could read through this. Themen's gone. Uh, every good player that was on their team last year, with the exception of Grant Newell, is is gone essentially. Oh, Devin Askew's back too. He, you know, obviously former Kentucky. Wildcat. Well, okay. Um. Those two are back. Also Monty Bowser. So three guys return, but here's what I love here is getting Fardaz a who who uh, played for Madsen at Utah Valley a couple years ago that, and then the big one former. And I saw this guy play last season at Northern Arizona, former uh, Virginia tech Hokie Jalen Cohn. He can play, he can shoot. Then they went out and got Keontae Kennedy as well from Memphis they won the portal. Jalen Tyson also from Texas tech. I mean, I'm kind of fascinated to watch this team this year. I know it's been a long time since I've said that about Cal basketball, Uh, Quanzo Martin, maybe one of those teams, but I think they could be a little bit of a surprise team in the pac 12 Mac. What do you make these golden bears?
2: Yes, Stanford, you guys fucked this up. This yes, should be your head yes, coach right now. Yes. He played there during the golden days for uh, Montgomery uh who also coached at Stanford and Cal ironically. Yeah, so yeah. A, lot, a lot of a lot of Benedictin going between Stanford <laughs> and Cal. So have fun in the ACC, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh I kind of I kind of like this team too in terms of I mean, it can't get any worse and I do agree with the chat. I think Rob said it. Stats don't mean a damn thing when you're three and 29. You can yeah. take over three and nine, 29 team, get the fuck out of here. You guys sucked, and we're, we're yeah. cleaning house. So I, I like the transfers that he brought in. I like he's a culture guy. He did a great job at Utah Valley, um, going 28 and nine this last year, 20 wins a year before that. Utah Valley wasn't a powerhouse when he took over, and he took him right to the top of the whack. <coughs> so did a great job at the mid-major level. I think he fits Cal. I mean, I know he went to Stanford, but he knows the area. So, <laughs> I, uh, I think they're middle of the pack.
0: I do too. I actually think they're yeah. they're way more athletic than last year's team.
2: Could uh, could they be a sneaky top four team? I think I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be yeah. shocked.
1: I think Madsen can coach. Um, I do. Too. Noah, what do you make of these Golden Bears? I'm right there with you guys. And I'm on Colby side. Like, I think the additions of AMAC coming over from Texas tech, he started the year like in non-conference. He didn't play at all with the injury, the foot injury. He comes back and he puts up 11 points and eight rebounds a game in the big 12. Like that was pretty impressive. Uh, but I mean, nobody in the country really saw him play much last year. He played for like two months last season. So he comes over to Cal gets another shot at the power five. I think he's going to do quite well. And then Jalen Cohn was outstanding at Northern Arizona takes it a, a, a big step up here in the pac 12. But I, I think this pac 12, as we're going to go through it a little bit, I think it's down this year. And then Keontae Kennedy coming in with Memphis. He's a fifth year senior. I like the roster. And then I'm going to say this. Ken Palm has Cal ranked second to last Torvik has Cal ranked second to last. No way. Take, no way. I'll bet, I'll bet. I'll bet heavy schedule. money on that. I'll bet heavy money on that. We yeah. take a look in the schedule and you have to back this team early because Torvik with uh, the preseason spreads, they're actually favored in the first five games. Like those spreads are going to be quite low compared to what we're thinking this team is going to be. They don't really get a chance to jump up and bite somebody until November 25th, uh, which is Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, that Saturday. Uh, they play San Diego state. So early on, they're going to be favored in a quite a, quite a few games. The spread's going to be low. Then when San Diego state comes, we'll see how legit this team is. By the way, Jalen, and, and J- Jalen Cone played at Virginia tech too, Noah.
2: And, and other hmm. side note, AMAC. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't think you mentioned this. Um, I forgot to mention this. AMAC started his career with Mark Madsen at Utah Valley. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. My bad. Um.
0: All good, man. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I circled that team as one that I'm like, oh. I'm glad I. I glad I uh, have a uh, a Russian, you know, <laughs> a Russian uh, TV provider to watch the Pac-12 Network. I'm joking. Um, uh, sort of. Uh, folks. Next up, we got my my boys. My boys, where the fuck is my son? Where's my theme music? All right, <laughs> where where the hell's my theme music? It's somewhere here. Why am I having a hard time finding it right now? Because um, you got Buffalo. ninety tracks on that soundboard. Yeah. Look out, just watch Wait, it. give me my theme music. <laughs>
1: Colby. I'll mix together. Dion's voice saying that. And then I'll get you that tune for the show. Let's go. Let's go. I like that. So look, here's the big thing for me. I've been a Colorado
0: fan for a long time. I mean, I am speaking to any Colorado fan listening to this, Uh, Donnie Boyce era, Martise Moore era, pre Chauncey Billups era but even after Chauncey Billups, you know, uh, we got a little bit better. They were so bad in the nineties. So fucking bad in the nineties, short of maybe one year, Uh, they got better. Tad Boyle has done a great job. Now I am really excited about this year's team. However, one thing that's always bothered me about Boyle, like I said, and I love the fact Boyle has built this thing up, Mm -hmm. but even on their best teams, which made the NCAA tournament a couple of times. They were super fucking inconsistent. And it drove me crazy. You could watch them beat Kansas and then the next night lose to, you know, back then they were in the Big Twelve. Some or, you know, some of those years they were in the Big Twelve. Uh, you know, they could beat Kansas, or maybe it was a non-con game against Kansas. Uh, and then they lose to Cal or something like that. Last year I think it happened. They lost to Cal and they beat, you know. A big what maybe it was Arizona or something or UCLA. It's like what the fuck. It's like, can we put it together? Can we put it together? Because I love what I see from this team. They lose a few guys in the portal, but they're all, kind of, you know, they weren't gigantic pieces. Um, they were eighteen and seventeen a year ago. They went to the NIT second round, but I am a big fan of KJ Simpson. I think he's a fucking dog at the point guard spot, and and. That has me super excited about the future of the Buffs. Oh, and the fact they bring in, depending on what service you use, some say the number one recruit in the nation, and Cody Williams, a freshman, well, he, six eight. He
1: he probably saw his ranking get knocked because he committed to Colorado. You know how that goes. Oh,
0: uh, Cormani McLean style, huh? Also, <laughs> they they have Tristan De Silva, brother of Oscar. He's back, and he's a very good player. He Averaged sixteen points a game last year. Julian <laughs> Hammond the third can play. And then they go out and get Eddie Lampkin Jr. from TCU. Uh like this is going to be on paper the best team that Colorado has ever had. Luke O'Brien on the bench, Javon Hadley, all played major minutes a year ago. This is on paper the best team that Colorado's had, probably ever. I mean, at least in my lifetime. Uh how are they gonna fuck it up? Because <laughs> I I just am like i I need to see a consistent, a consistent, uh, you know, tad Boyle. That's the one thing he's never done to me is be consistently good. Like even when you lose that, you can have good losses, right? That didn't have, that hasn't happened under him in my opinion. Like occasionally will be a good loss, but you'd have some really fucking bad losses, even on their best teams. I can't wait for the season to start and watch the buffs. And uh, I, I know they landed another big recruit for next year too. seems like D, the Dion effect is helping this a lot. Um, Mac, your thoughts on the buffs.
2: I love this team. Uh, I mean, you mentioned it. It's kind of rare in college basketball where you get multiple guys that contributed big minutes and KJ Simpson and Tristan De Silva to come back. I mean, they averaged 32 points a game. I thought they got better last year as it went along. Um, they got they got absolutely screwed against UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament by the officials, or otherwise they would have been playing in the semis and maybe got to the dance. Who yeah. knows? But yeah. I think I think adding Lampkin to that group, I think this is an NCAA tournament team. And I I mean, Tab Boyle's never been past the second round. I think they could get to the second weekend with the right draw. I love I I really like this team. They got size, experience, and I think Tab Boyle's do. And I think. The energy from football. I know they've kind of hit a little bit of a wall in the first year, of Dion. But I think the energy of going to back to the Big 12 where they belong is is really going to help this program start fast this year because they dropped a game to Grambling last year. Like they, yeah. that can't happen. And like Cal.
0: Said, so. And Cal. I think Cal yeah. was one of those losses. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Noah, your thoughts on my Buffaloes and why they're going to win the
1: national championship? look, Colby, I thought you did a great job covering this team. I mean, it's obviously your team. A lot of these notes are the same for me. Um, I love the experience that this team brings back De Silva Simpson, Hadley Hammond, Luke O'Brien. They're all upperclassmen. Then they go out and get Eddie Lampkin, who is another talented big man. He's a red shirt junior. And then tad Boyle stimulates his roster with a really good recruiting class that features Cody Williams. Uh, so it's, it's a nice mix of experience and youth. Um, how high Colorado ceiling becomes is it relies on Ted Boyle, and if he's got the coaching prowess, you know KJ Simpson, he does kind of get into the tendency that he'd be a little shot happy, <laughs> uh, launch up, launch up some. Uh, but he's shots. tough, man. I, I actually yeah, am a
0: huge fan of how like he plays the point. To me, I mean, maybe he shoots a little bit too much, but he yeah. is a tough point, which I, I, I can't get enough of. of like tough point yeah. guards, as far as like we'll go in there. We'll 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 go with the bigs, you know. Try to try to take it up on them. Um,
1: Anyway, he had plenty of volume last year. He shot twenty seven percent from twenty seven and a half percent from three. That's the one thing that nerves me because there is so much talent around him. He's got to he's got to distribute the ball here. Um, But I mean, you get a team brand of basketball. The Buffs—they're one of those teams here where they have a really damn good roster. We haven't seen Boyle do it yet. We got it. I mean, I. I would be much higher on this team if I would know that, hey, they have the best roster in the conference because I truly do believe that, and they've got a really good coach. I don't know the coach part yet. What I will say, I'll add something new to this conversation. They're gonna start five and zero. colby november twenty ninth, they're at Colorado State. They're a favorite by one point. I, I, rivalry I, game.
0: Oh, yeah, I can, I, that's the game Dion went to last year, too. I mean, look, <laughs> That game is going to be awesome. It's Colorado. I'm high on Colorado State too, and I can't wait to do the Mountain West preview. But that game's going to be awesome. And, and I, you know, you said five and oh, and I think they'll be five and oh. But they do have like Towson opening night. If you don't bring your Towson A game, you don't bring your A game, Towson could bite you.
2: So, I'm, I'm going to push bit. back. I'm going to push back a little bit that Boyle's not a good co- I think Boyle's a good coach. I, I mean, he's won 62% of his games, he's won 20 plus. Eight out of thirteen years, Colorado wasn't in the best place when he took oh, over. It was a terrible oh, I, place, no, terrible no, place. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. No, he's done I a think, great
0: job getting this program yeah. up. It's it's just I want to see like even those teams with McKinley Wright or, or, I felt like they would lose a couple games, and I felt like they like great teams, don't do that, right? So I always thought we were all right. I never thought we could get over that. Even though we beat Georgetown by thirty in the first round of the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago. I always felt like you could never trust them. You could never trust them. You know what I mean? Like I felt like you was never. And and I want a team. I want this program to get where I can trust them to at least be like. There's certain programs, you know, you can trust. Like you can trust certain yeah. teams, like oh, they'll be a tournament team. Oh, uh, they they can beat these teams. They they rarely lose to a, a a team they shouldn't lose to. No, that's never been the case with Colorado. So may, that's the thing he's got to prove to me. But he has done an unbelievable job thus far. They have no reason to ever consider firing him right now. I would say,
2: no, I, especially I, I not with
1: maybe their best team ever entering this. Yeah I, yeah,
2: I think they could turn into like a West Virginia, to be honest. It's yeah, like in terms of they're both going to be in the Big Twelve. One, they both have really Freaking hard places to play at, and you just got to embrace the culture there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Only going says, can they survive
1: the new Big Twelve? It's going to be interesting to see. By By the way, it'll it'll take at least a year. Yeah. By the way, Hasty mentions Ruffin, who uh, this year Javon Ruffin, I I think he suffered a season-ending injury in the preseason here. Hmm. I got to look that up. But I don't think he's going to be playing this year. I do want
0: to say, I, I saw him get injured. I didn't know how long it was though. Um,
1: uh, all right, A folks. Surgery. Yeah, he's done. All
0: right, folks, before I get to the next team, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience pack 12 season previews brought to you by hall of fame bets, win bigger by betting smarter, this NFL season with hall of fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, research, every NFL, NBA, MLB and soccer bet with historical stats and data Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit HOFbets.com. Use that promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, we are back on the Pac 12 2023 24 championship. Uh, I'm sorry, season preview championship. What the fuck am I talking about? Uh, I've done too many podcasts today. I'm just. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, here we are talking Pac-12 basketball, and uh, just got done talking to the Colorado Buffaloes. Let's jump on over and talk about the Oregon Ducks, a team that pisses me off lately. This team pisses me off. This team. Remember, they made the Final Four what three years ago? Dana, longer than that. Was it three years ago? Oh yeah, okay. Elite eight. I yeah. thought they beat Oregon State in the Elite Eight three years ago, didn't they? Didn't they play each they, other? Uh
2: they were uh no, they were they were in the Final Four with me in twenty seventeen. Huh. Dylan Brooks and that that crew.
0: Okay. Uh this team pisses me off every year because I buy into <laughs> I buy into it. Of late, they've been a pretender. But I always think this team this kind of like they've kind of be started to become more Arizona State like. Than before when I actually could really trust them for like 10 years, they were like really, you know, I could buy in. They were 21 to 15 a year ago, made the NIT. Uh, Dana Altman gets rid of a ton of these guys. I mean, Will Richardson's gone, Quincy Gary Gary transferred to a, a thousand his 30th school. Uh, they they lose a ton of production for four, four guys, four guys that were like major contributors from a year ago. They have former Colorado guard Keyshawn Bartholomew. Uh, he's back. They have former South Carolina Gamecock Jermaine Cousinard. Those guys are pretty good. And finally, Dantes played like three games every year. But hey, he's talented. When will he? Let's set the over under. Will he be healthy by Christmas? <laughs> I say no. <laughs> I say no. Yeah. Um, they have Nate Biddle, who is a seven footer that got a little burned there as a sophomore. Uh they went out in the portal and brought in a Georgia transfer Cario Cuendo, Co- which which I think was a pretty fucking good get for the Ducks. Uh they also brought in Central Michigan Fire Up Chips your boy Noah. Jesse uh VU Vivu's Is that how you say that? No, I'm I am oh. just making fun of the horn that the soccer oh, fans use. Okay. Um <laughs> I was like I don't know how to fucking say his name. Uh but uh and then they have a bunch of freshmen that are talented. <sighs> They they're Arizona State. Same team. Same team. They'll lose to like Montana in the season opener. And they'll beat UCLA one time. And we'll say, and then I'll buy into it. And then they'll lose again to someone I would not expect. Like Washington State will they'll go to Pullman and lose. And uh and I'll never understand this team. That's what they've become. Altman was a great coach. He's done it for a long time, but like, man, lately it just I thought they might fire him last year. Um Mac, your thoughts on the Ducks?
2: I I'm actually higher on this team. I, I think I I'm going to trust Altman to get this thing right. He hasn't had back-to-back years where he's missed NCAA tournaments since his first two years in Eugene, which was about 13 years ago. Uh I mean, J- you just rewind a couple of years ago, they won back-to-back Pac-12 uh regular seasons in 20 and 21. I I think that they they, they were they were a little bit unlucky last year, lost a bunch of close games. and obviously we are hit by the injury bug. I'm gonna trust Altman to get this thing turned around with this new transfer portal group.
0: I mean, I thought he did a good job in the portal. thought he did yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Noah, your thoughts on the on the ducks?
1: So the four seniors and a junior in the projected starting five. But the depth concerns me with this team. Only one guy on the bench played any minutes in high major basketball last year, including four newcomers to D1, three freshmen that make up a top 10 class, um, and Jadrian Tracy from the Juco ranks. Uh, the fact of the matter is that Dana Altman, he's an amazing coach. They expect a lot from in- Infali Dante. And uh, a few of these rosters in the past have struggled with health. Um, that's something that I'm a little. Uh, nervous. That's about the thing. If, and finally Dante plays health. If he's healthy all year, they can yeah. win the fucking pack 12 X factor yeah. Dante's health. That, that really is the the thing here. And uh, it's, it's, I don't want to place any doubt on Altman as a coach, but if he has a roster last year where they physically only have two guards on the team that are healthy. uh Cause that was a scenario last year. they. They lost all their guards due to injury. Um Then it, that's a bare bones team, and it's tough to tough to project. So I like Altman. I like the starting five here. Depth concerns me with continuity and talented freshmen. Oregon might be getting slept on, but I don't know how high I'm going to have them in my rankings.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it's tough. I, I mean, if he stays healthy, if the team stays healthy, they could be. I mean, they're they're like Arizona State to me, like. They're, they're worth the sprinkle
2: nine to one. In my opinion.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. They're a wild card. Actually, they're better than Arizona state to me because I can't ever Wait trust back. Bobby Hurley coach teams Altmyer. I, I has proven to me that he's a very good coach. So, yeah. uh, but they, they, they he's kind of, they've gone the past couple of years. I would say they're on the Arizona state level. How about that? Um, either way, uh, let's get to uh, the beavers, their rivals, man. Elite they couldn't Wayne, Wayne Tinkle baby. I like Wayne Tinkle man. I do. Uh, Former Montana Grizz a coach. Lot. Um You know this team, I wanted them to ride that momentum from the Elite 8. They caught lightning in a bottle. Won the Pac-12 tournament, went all the way to the Elite 8 3 years ago. And then they've been ass since. Now some of that was the portal. They got robbed in the portal. And I know they don't have the money that Oregon does, but man, it seemed like it happens again because Glenn Taylor gone, their best player, gone. Uh, they do return Jordan Pope, who can play, and they did bring in a college of Southern Idaho transfer. <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that means, but uh, uh, look, I mean, they got some returning pieces, but. You know, he did such a great job that that year they made the elite eight. They found a bunch of diamonds in the rough in the Juco ranks. And they, and some of those guys transferred. one of them went to Houston. One of them went to Houston after him. it was a stud at Houston. Um, I don't know. I just feel like uh, you look at this team shirt. Sure, they have uh, Michael uh, Rataj, uh He's back. Played 21 minutes a game. Dexter Acano played 26 minutes a game a season ago. They got some other guys that, that contributed double digit minutes, like four or five guys, double digit minutes from a year ago. I like Wayne Tinkle as a coach. I just, though, I, I kind of think momentum's going the other direction, uh, Mac, your thoughts on the beeves
2: Yeah, they actually have a shitload of guys back. They kind of were really young last year. Took their lumps. Um, Wayne Tinkle, uh, Obviously, since that elite eight run, I'm looking at it right now, fourteen and forty nine. So that's <laughs> not a that's not what you draw up. And they had their associate head coach leave because the NIL was uh, not not a good situation. So I I mean I'm gonna trust that Tinkle's gonna take a little bit of a step. I, I think there was a stretch there where they are around sixteen and sixteen, eighteen and, and fifteen around that, uh, and then if they can catch lightning in the bottle once again in the Pac-12 tournament. Maybe they can because it feels like Tinkle's teams do always perform well in in the in the Pac-12 tournament. I'll say around a 500 team. I think they're going to take a step
1: step forward because of all the guys back. Noah, the Beavs. Yeah, there's one Pac-12 uh, school that I'll kind of hitch my wagon to. It is Oregon State. It's more for the baseball side, but I like watching the football team and basketball team had a nice run there. But nice Beaver. Uh, <laughs> right now though it's not pretty um it's jordan pope and then i'm hearing good things about the front court like they want to be high on the front court but they're both sophomores they barely played 20 minutes last year michael ratai and tyler Billando i'm talking about I-, I think it's another rough year for uh tinkle and honestly i think i think you wait out tinkle because let whatever's happening in the pac 12 happen Oregon state probably plays a uh, mountain West competition next year. See if Tinkle can do well in that conference. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, folks. That's side a, we got a hammer side B right now. If you're on YouTube, stay put, if you're on the audio side, make sure you check out side B where we go through the rest of the pac 12 teams.